unusually for a participant in motorsport. As far as I know, I don't have a single trace of it in my family background. Amateur or professional. I get my competitive side from my granddad, who did a bit of boxing, but to the best of my knowledge, that's about it for sport. My dad worked for a printing company for 25 years, and my mum was a home help, so unless they've been keeping something from me about one of my relatives, or were masquerading as a motorbike and sidecar team at the weekends, I can state quite categorically that I am the first person from my lot to do anything even remotely spectacular, on either two or four wheels. My first ever bike was found in the woods behind our house, in a place called Sturry in Kent. Sturry is about three miles outside Canterbury, and the most interesting fact I can tell you about the town, which I nicked off Wikipedia, is that Orlando Bloom went to one of the local schools. I bet he never won junior kickstart, though. I was born on the 21st of April, 1975, and about four years after that, my dad walked through the back door one day carrying something that looked suspiciously like a child's bicycle. Although I've recently realised after looking at a photograph that it was a girl's bicycle. Look what I found, he said. Whose is that, Cliff? asked Mum. Nobody's, I think. Found it abandoned in the woods. It's a bit rusty and hasn't got any brakes, but it'll do for Graham. Yeah, who needs brakes? The wooded area Dad was referring to was like an adventure playground, and it's where all the kids from my area went after school and at weekends. From the age of about four until I was 15, I must have spent 90% of my spare time there, and the majority of my memories involved me riding either a bike or a motorbike. I can remember feeling excited when I got that first bike, but I don't remember riding it. According to my dad and my brother Barry, the first thing I did when I got my hands on it was to start popping wheelies. At that age, wheelies were normally pulled with both feet on the ground, but according to them, I was riding along on my back wheel after just a couple of days. That's been my trademark for as long as I can remember, so now you know why. It obviously came naturally. My next bike, which I got when I was about six, was a different kettle of fish, and I was virtually glued to the seat for as long as I had it. Believe it or not, my dad found this one at a tip. Times were hard in those days. And although I don't remember the name of the bike, it had big wheels and thin tyres. This was before BMXs arrived in our area. The reason they're significant is because road tyres enable me to do skids, and in 1970s and 1980s Britain, young lads were judged by one of two things. How far you could wheelie, and how far you could skid. As somebody who never liked football and who had already mastered the art of wheelieing, this just left skidding. And without wanting to blow my own trumpet, although I will, I was rather good, even at that age. One of the reasons I couldn't do wheelies was because the bike was twice the size of me, and was probably meant for a ten-year-old or young teenager. I didn't mind, though. Pulling a skid on that thing was incredible. Despite having a brother called Barry, who was five years older than me, and a sister called Rita, who was seven years older, I think this was when my parents began to discover the true financial cost of bringing up children, as I tended to go through rear tyres like monkeys do bananas. And tyres weren't cheap in those days. Now come to think of it, they're not that cheap now. <laughs> 